You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's GCB After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's GCB After Show. Hey guys, welcome to AfterBuzz TV. I'm Candon Bliss here with my lovely co-host, Mr. AJ Gibson. How you doing? And How you doing? we are about to talk about the GCB season finale. I can't believe this it's over. It. This is it. I know. I'm kind of sad. Right. So Bing is for doing, guys, and once again, we're doing another GCB after show, and we got a lot of talk to talk about. It was it was a jam. Lots of hour. Uh, revelations. Yes, <laughs> a lot of culminations, revelations, a lot of Asians. Yes, all came together south of the border. South of the border, the girl, the ladies go south. Yes, very yes. far south. Yeah. Um, Ronnie, can you hear me in there? I feel like my mic's a little. Yeah, not little, working so good. I feel so a little good. off as well. Uh, I hear you guys fine over here. All okay. Right. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> I, I just like to hear my own I voice. I couldn't hear really. my own voice. I know. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. We're not vain. Uh, you guys, if you love our after shows, if you like us even, uh, like us on Facebook. Like even us on, moderately. Like us on Facebook. I was going to say like us on Facebook, but I meant go to iTunes, rate and comment. Uh, let us know what you like about us and you know, tell us why you watch. We, we want to know. So we appreciate all your support on iTunes and that's how we really... Uh, get out there and how we can bring this to you ad-free. And that's so. how we improve, and that's how we give our, our viewers and listeners the, the show they want. Absolutely. So, perfect. So you guys go on iTunes, and we'll really appreciate it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so opening thoughts on this season finale. I mean, we don't know We don't know for sure if GCB is going to have a, a season two. Um, we're going to talk about some maybes uh, later right. on in the show. But right. opening thoughts, what do you think? I, I don't even know where to begin. I, such, <laughs> There's I watched, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I watched the episode a couple of times because I was so overwhelmed the first time that I had to go back and just kind of like dissect it bit right. by bit and decide like what just happened. Right. I mean, it was a lot. I almost feel like they should have done two hours. Mm-hmm. I, I wish they wish they had, but kind of crammed a lot. a lot. Yeah, it was a lot for one episode. And I feel like they had to tie up a lot of loose ends and explain mm-hmm. why the entire season they've been talking about, you know, um, unincorporated Juarez, like mm-hmm. what that had to do with the storyline. Um, they explained it, sort yeah, of, but sort of. It, was, it was a lot. Well, they also introduced, they, they had a lot to wrap up yeah. and they introduced a lot of new stories. Yes. Um, so I think I'll be a little perturbed if they don't have a season right. two because it's like all this can right. of worms has now of opened course. and what, what are they going to do? It leaves What's us next? more. Exactly. Which, which of course they had uh, to do yeah. but I mean it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about unincorporated Juarez right. and Carlene's condos for Christian yeah. living yeah. Uh, being in Juarez and we, we discussed uh, our dislike for the yeah. last scene in the last episode where right. Carlene just like bowed to Rip's to Rip, feet right. because God spoke to him right. and now we figure out what really spoke to him but yeah. <laughs> but the opening the opening scene tonight was all of the girls with like gu- like gu- guys in tuxes walking them to this desert trailer thing with bags over their heads. So right. immediately we know they're going to get your attention of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
immediately we're like, oh my god, they're getting kidnapped. Yeah, something's going down. <laughs> but I mean, they weren't even in Juarez yet, so it was a little it was yeah. a little jumbled. But yeah. um, I was a little surprised. Like, wait, what? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, it was interesting. I wasn't really sure where they're going to go with that. I was like, they're just well, they're going there, and then they backed it up, mm-hmm. obviously. But um, yeah, it, nine it, hours earlier. Yeah, nine <laughs> hours earlier, which I love. That's what I love about the show. Like, yeah. really, in a matter of nine hours, like all of a sudden they go from like they're in Texas, they're like in, in deep Juarez. in this. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> if I plan a trip out of the country, it takes me like months to plan. Oh yeah, they're like, let's just go. Yeah, let's just. Yeah. Can I can I borrow the plane? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'm using it today. Oh, okay. What Great. happened to your plane? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, well, he's using it. <laughs> yeah. So Ripples in Denver. Right. Denver. Denver, right. Right, right. So we got the opening kind of foreshadowing of the whole episode sets Mm -hmm. the tone. We're a little bit like questioning what's going to happen. Then uh, we cut to Cricket. And a a lot with Cricket happened tonight. Very quickly. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't really like a forefront all the time. It just Mm -hmm. like something about her story was always present. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. I think that's the interesting thing about Cricket's character and about her relationship with Blake is that she, like I said, like I mentioned with Marisol last week, her character can tell such a story Mm -hmm. without saying a word, just her eyes. That's all it takes. And she, she, she has a way of pulling at your heartstrings Mm -hmm. By doing nothing, yep. and there's such such power in that. I think it's interesting because I think like I think of women in power, and I think of I think of um, Meryl Streep's character in Devil Wears Prada. Ah, uh, yeah, the Anna uh-huh. Wintour character. <gasps> That's and definitely cricket. Yeah, cricket is very it's much so cricket. Yeah, and what they say about Anna Wintour and and that character is that that uh, when you're in power, you don't have to raise your voice, you don't have to be loud and bold and right. aggressive. You lower your voice mm-hmm. because it pulls people in. And it forces them to pay attention mm-hmm. to you. And Cricket kind of does that. And she does it sometimes without a sound, yeah, which I find phenomenal. Eyes. So their, their storyline is always weighing heavy on the show mm-hmm. without a whole lot of time on screen, which is interesting, I think. Yeah. It says, a lot to, it says a lot to her acting abilities. Right. I mean, I think she's fantastic. Well, so we have Carlene going to break ground on mm-hmm. her condos. Right. Uh, we have Sharon and Zach going to... Uh, like yell at their basqueteria or basket- whatever. <laughs> I love how Sharon says basket. basket by the way, yeah. I like I love it. I just I want to like repeat it every time. She's just, kind of adorable. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, so they're they're in this business together. They're going down to mm-hmm. Juarez. I guess that's where they make their baskets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather, which mm-hmm. Marisol, plug to you. Thanks again for coming last week. Mm-hmm. We loved it. We missed we you miss so you. much this week. <laughs> it would have been so much better with that with you here. Um, but we saw Heather. Uh, wants to buy some kind of skin cream. Right. Because uh, she needs it because, to look right, young. She's right. the hottie on the show. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be real. We right. saw her up close. Yeah. Okay, she is hot. Not a flaw. Not a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Cricket says, no, mm-hmm. not going to go. Uh, but then that's Until, when we see Cricket's mm-hmm. like whole story unfold. And this guy came out of nowhere, Mason. Mm-hmm. And what's yeah. his last name? It starts with an M, too. Mason Manning or Mason. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Molly or, or not Molly. Mason Molly. Yeah, Mason Mason something. something like that. Uh, he came out of nowhere and yeah. is very persistent. Yeah. And gets a run in with Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, which who's, a, who's on his way to a pedicure. Yeah, that was hysterical. And the guy's sitting there, he's like, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, it's uh, his boots, you know. It just tears up his toes. He's like, yeah, it's a problem. He's like, what are we doing? I'm not mad at the good pedicure, but I mean, seriously, like the gay guys get a pedicure. I love Um, it. But I I could tell that Mason knew something about Mm -hmm. Blake, that he wasn't just going to let it go. uh, And he does not believe Cricket for one second. At all. At all. Not even a little bit. He's got got an intuition about him. He's he's one of those people who can read people very well, which is probably why he's so successful at what he does. Right. Um, but he's definitely got that skill, and he saw through that that whole 
Well, and we find Sam. out at the end why. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> well, what's his name? Booth? Yeah. Booth comes back to haunt him. The old ranch hand. <laughs> the old ranch hand. He speaks highly of uh, I love the uh, the innuendo, and I don't know if you, I'm sure you caught it, but I don't know who else would, but when he said, he worked under you for Yeah, under you for about three, three years. years. I was like, I was like, uh um, Not a bad place to work. I mean, Blake's, Blake's good looking. Why not? Why I not? didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what surprised me is that um, Pastor Tudor was invited. Mm-hmm. And that opened another can of worms. So yeah. Pastor Tudor was invited by to Carlene. To bless the groundbreaking, right. Well, to bless the appliances. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the was dirt. The, the, the luge? Or the, 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 what was it? Something. The, the luge. luge. Yeah, the luge. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm thinking the Olympics. Like, yes. the, like what is that? A luge. All right. All right. Christians love a good luge. Right. Apparently. Apparently in Juarez. Right. There's lots of ice for luging. Unincorporated Juarez. Which is what? There's an incorporated Juarez and an unincorporated. Did you notice that? Not. Well, They they actually showed it. Actually, when they're in the town, it was called incorporated Juarez. When they're out in the middle of nowhere where she wants to build her illegal condos. It's unincorporated. Unincorporated Juarez. Which is why it works. Yeah. I guess. Apparently. (laughs) Well, Pastor Tudor invites Amanda along. Mm -hmm. And... Amanda, like, convinces her mother to go. Well, initially she says no. Right, because she's going to surprise Luke in Austin. Yeah. And immediately I knew that was trouble. I mean, surprises are always trouble. They are. The thing about... Never do it. Uh, never. <laughs> no matter how much you trust or don't trust your partner or whatever, don't surprise them. Because if you go digging, you're always going to find something that you don't like. Right. And, and you're going to overblow it. Yeah, it and, exactly. Yeah. And by the time you let your mind go to that place, there's no turning back, whether there's an explanation or not. Mm. So I just yeah. knew that was going to be trouble. But I was kind of, I was nervous the whole episode yeah. about it. Because I'm like, no, please don't go anywhere. I know, I right? Because really like I like them together. I do too. It's going to make me super sad yeah. if this doesn't work out. I know I, I said know. it last week, but I'm really, I really like him. And I, I actually watched his character. I was a fan of his character. Uh, he made an appearance on a show called Wild fire a while yeah. back i really liked him on that show yeah, it was about horses really <laughs> yeah so he's right at home it's on not GCD. A, yeah it's it's not on the air maybe anymore. he could be, be uh, blake's next ranch hand that'd be a nice little twist i wouldn't be mad at that really no. <laughs> could you imagine uh, the two hottest guys on the show i don't know a little dicey. A little, a little too dicey. much. A little yeah. too much. Little we'll, too much. Leave, we'll leave him for a minute. Right. <laughs> well, so Amanda says no and then convinces Gigi, Gigi to go with mm-hmm. her. And Gigi is super thrilled mm-hmm. because she wants to go shopping. Right. right. And so Amanda brings her mommy with her to Juarez and her mommy wants to go shopping. So fans out there, speaking yeah. of shopping and mommies, Mother's Day's coming up. <laughs> so we want you to go to Amazon.com through AfterBuzz TV and buy all your Mother's Day gifts on Amazon through AfterBuzz. And we get a little prize uh, mm-hmm. from from that. And that's another way that we can bring you all of our shows for free. And uh my mom actually got me hooked on Amazon a couple of years ago. It's I amazing. Never, I never shopped online. I'm the type. I'm, I like. Uh, I'm to very tactile. Things, yeah. I like to touch things <laughs> and, and try things on. Yeah, and, absolutely. And my mom started shopping online a few years back, and I'm hooked. Well, like, there's a lot of things. I know. Last mention, I mentioned my cosmetics that I like, and mm-hmm. um, I, I like my hair stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that that you don't really need to right. try, or at least once you find right. something that you like, yeah. it's really easy to be like, oh, well, it's a little bit cheaper online. Right. And, and, and I find that books are so oh, much cheaper. Yeah. On Amazon. I actually, I, I think I talked about this a few weeks ago. The Alchemist this is a book that I absolutely <gasps> That's live a great by. Book. I love it, and I, I've recommended it to everyone in my family and my <laughs> friends. I literally went online a couple of weeks ago and ordered a bunch of them and just sent them to people. Oh, that's because, nice. And, but and they're half the price on Amazon through AfterBuzz. So there you TV. go. Com. Go to AfterBuzzTV.com, <laughs> click on Amazon and make all of your Mother's Day purchases or just all of your Amazon purchases through there if you want to support AfterBuzz. So thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so getting back into GCB, um, 
the kidnapping and all that is about to happen. We're in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just so much going on. It, it's like I feel like I'm recounting every detail, mm-hmm. but there's so much I don't want to miss. Right. Um, Zach is kind of like in this weird dilemma with selling the company. I feel like Zach's a mess. He that is a mess. Guy, I I don't know how I feel about his character yet. I feel like he needs to just he kind just, of is aggravating. Yes, completely. The way he just kind of like uh, disrespects Sharon, Sharon yeah. so much. I feel mm-hmm. like he tries to manhandle her literally mm-hmm. pun intended um and he really struggles with the, with the idea of like being the you know not the breadwinner of the family right and now sharon has kind of find, found her footing in her confidence and i love that about her I character too. she's amazing he's struggling with it so i hope they find a nice blend well because- sharon made it clear and this is gonna i think turn into an interesting uh plot twist mm-hmm. sharon is is kind of envious of cricket yep and is trying to emulate her with mm-hmm. this business. And she says, I'm not, you know, Cricket's not the only business, powerful businesswoman mm-hmm. in Dallas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And with her baskets. Right. Um, baskets. <laughs> basketeria. <laughs> Which I, I love about her. I was really yeah. um, glad to see her step up in her character and not be so meek. I think I think uh, that storyline really speaks to basically, like, I think it's human nature that mm-hmm. when people find some success at something, something mm-hmm. that really truly makes them happy. And like her character proves this not about monetary success which i don't think monetary success makes anyone happy um it sure helps but i think that what's so great about her character is that she's finding something that she loves she's passionate about and she really enjoys and everyone can relate to that you know whether it be in business or in relationships or whatnot um i love that it makes her character so endearing I'm and really just happy. Yeah. She lights up and it makes yeah. us want to watch her more. And I, I want to see her succeed. Yeah. Because it, it makes me feel like, oh, I can succeed at my dreams now. And is, it, once again, it's a good, it's a lesson. And yes. these these shows are just like, all the lessons are everywhere and right. they're kind of hidden. Right. You just have to pick them out. And yeah. that's one of them, I think, yep. is this whole lesson that, that no, I just want to find something I love to do. Mm-hmm. And it's even though this would save our family, okay, but if I lose this, it won't save me. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll really crush me right. and crush what I've just found right. that makes me happy. And I think that she's. I mean, obviously they sped the storyline yeah, along the last I know. few weeks, but I think that that uh, she's so successful mm-hmm. because it really makes her happy. Yep. And a lot of people get that mixed up. A yep. lot of people try to go for the money first mm-hmm. and then try to find happiness later. Um, but every successful person will tell you. Every happy successful person right. will tell you that just do what you love. Do the thing every single day that you cannot live without. And the money will find you. It'll it'll get there. And she's she's a perfect yeah. example of that. Well, the money's finding her. She's yeah. just not sure if Pretty she... Pretty quickly, too. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. I, that would make me happy. Yeah. I'll, make, I'll, make, you know, I'll make unleavened bread or whatever. Some exactly. Some food for... I know. That kind of gives me some ideas. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. maybe I should eat like Jesus. Right. Why not? <laughs> Um, oh. Well, so we we see later on that that whole story uh, comes to a point, and interestingly enough, I'll just go ahead and say it: Cricket owns the company that right. ends up buying. Because right. we're not going to have time to discuss all this later. There's right. too much. We'll just get it yeah. over with now. Um, Cricket owns the company. No, she owns the company that owns that a subsidiary. Owns a subsidiary that bought. That bought yes. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. I I think that should make Sharon feel a little better. Although at the same time. Yeah. I think it kind of crushed her a little bit to yeah. see that Cricket once again kind of came out on top. Right. Do you agree? Right. Of course. Yeah. Of course. She's, she's unsure of it. And, and you know, when Zach made the decision to finally sell the company mm-hmm. when she was, you know, out in the desert somewhere lost um, and then she found out, it kind of broke her heart. Yeah. But then he told her, like, look, you're still going to be in charge. You, yeah. You're calling all the shots. This gives us the liquid assets. She's to got all do. the recipes yeah. and everything. I we'll think, lose it with God how we'd like. Right. Or, or, or something. Lo- lo- 
whatever which is weird i don't know what it, it would, it's not I, like cricket goes it really rolls off the tongue it's, it's not just, like wwjd or something yeah, you know yeah, what would jesus do yeah. it's not like that yeah, at all <laughs> which i think is what they were trying to uh right. to parallel right, but did right. it not did not nope, work fail. um so got that one out of the way kidnapping happens they're in the limo mm-hmm. and the guys have have gone away pastor right. tudor and zach have gone mm-hmm. and these random <laughs> guys in tuxes who we tried Marisol. We tried really yeah. hard. Who was the driver? T- we tried really no hard to find out what the limo driver's deal was, and I could not figure it out. I paused it over and over. Me too. I had no idea because I wasn't sure. Is she talking about the the guy who like talks? Yeah. Or actual, is it the limo driver? Yeah, the driver or the man in the passenger Because the driver, you only saw like this much of his face. Yeah. I couldn't figure that out I either. I couldn't figure it out at all. I was, and I was, I don't know. I tried to think of it. Maybe it's her husband, yeah. or like maybe it's Ricky Martin right, or something. Right. I don't something. know. I mean, was it Ricky Martin? I don't. I, I think I would have known. Okay. I've, I've been a big fan of Ricky Martin since the nineties. Okay. Since he was shaking his bonbon at the Grammy Shake Awards back your in bon ninety. Bon. Okay. <laughs> Live in la vida loca. Yes. But we got some interesting information about Heather mm-hmm. that she doesn't speak Spanish Mm-mm, at all. Which at is all. So funny. And the look on her face was hysterical. It yeah. was like. Ugh. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, like, like, how dare you? How dare you think that I just yeah. speak Spanish because <laughs> right. I'm Latina? Yeah. Yeah, Too that funny. was hysterical. I did like that. <laughs> I like how they tried to, when they were trying to get out of the, the kidnapping situation, when they tried to get Cricket told her to, like, work her ways on the guy. Oh, my gosh. And then he said, gay. he says, homosexual. Homosexual. <laughs> and they're like, what? And then the chair's like, oh, homosexual. I'm like, thank you. Cricket's Thanks. like, I got it. Let right. me let me do this thing, okay? Right. And then she like barters a crocodile bag or right. something, which or an ostrich bag because yeah. he already has the crocodile. Right. He was kind of easy on the eyes, though. He was. They should, they should write him into the story that he could be the new ranch hand. Well, see, I'm wondering. Maybe he if, is the new ranch hand. <laughs> maybe I'm wondering right. if that's who we're supposed to be paying attention right. to, right. or if we just totally screwed it up. So, Marisol, if you're listening, or if anybody out there knows who the limo driver was right. and why we were supposed to pay attention to him, and that guy's way too good looking to be like a secondary character, right? Like he has. Write him onto the show. We missed ABC. something. Right. We missed something. Totally. How did we miss it? I even Googled it. Mm-hmm. I even, yes, I Googled like, because I watched it like two times. Mm-hmm. And then I Googled it like, can't, somebody makes a cameo and the limo driver, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. I bet if you tried binging it, you would find out. <sighs> maybe you should bing it next time. Oh, maybe I should bing it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should bing it next All time. All the answers you're ever looking for, <laughs> bing.com. <laughs> Go to bing.com and search cameo in the limo the driver. driver was for us. Who is the driver? In. Let us know. Let us We're know. 424 256 1729 because we have no clue. Unfortunately, no we tried really hard. I'm tweeting Marisol every day for the next week. Me too, until she, until she treats me back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so as soon as Amanda and uh, we kind of skips one thing, uh, Amanda and. Uh, Gigi, mm-hmm. when they first get to Juarez, they go spying, trying mm-hmm. to find Luke, right. because Amanda already went to Austin, and Luke was not and home, Luke was not home mm-hmm. and there was some really hot neighbor yeah. in her in his house. With a child. With a blue-eyed little kid. Yes. I was like, mm, what you, Yeah, exactly. What is, I thought that was going to be the story. So did I. And what happened with that? She Nothing. didn't even mention it. She Nothing. didn't mention there was a hot lady with a mm-hmm. baby that looks like you in your house. Right. Like, right. How did you miss that? Sidebar. I mean, that's something you bring up. And why, if the lady's just, like, checking his, like, whatever she was checking the Why house, does she have a kid? Why is she bringing the kid? Right. Like, she's lugging this kid around on her, like, wait. Like, the kid was old enough. The, could, the kid could have stayed home for a couple of minutes. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> that. I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of thinking maybe that's going to play a part in the next season if it happens. Right. I don't know. But they saw something pretty interesting. Uh, rip. Yeah. In some Mexicana. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I love how Carleen pronounced it. Mejijana. 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 Mejijo. She's a Mejijo. Mejijo. Yeah. How's that going to play out? I don't know. I mean, we find out at the end that it's not his lover. Yeah. But they played it the whole episode. They played it as his lover, not his daughter. It's a little strange because there was there's one part where uh, when Luke said. They know that we're here. Yeah, and and Amanda's here or something, and he says it to Rip, and then they don't know about da- you yeah. and yeah. But the daughter looks at him and she goes, "Well, we'll have to enjoy our last night together." I'm like, "Come on!" No, she said. Um, or let's she make said, this last let's, night. Let's just make this night about us. us. Yeah, and I'm like, really? Like, and she like puts her the phone away. I would uh, never say that about my to my mom. No. Mom, I love you. I would never say a line <laughs> like that to you. I mean, yeah, ditto weird. for my dad. I don't. Right. I would never say it's that. Strange. It's a little weird. Just yeah. the the tone of her voice too was too seductive. Yeah. So it was throwing me off a little bit. Um, and I don't know if they 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 did that on purpose mm-hmm. to build suspense, of but course. it was a little it was a little corny. I'll be honest, a right. little bit a little bit not so awesome. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I was kind of confused about how Carlene was gonna gonna find out and was Amanda gonna tell her? Yeah. I mean I. I knew that if Amanda did tell her, it was going to be probably worse. Right. Um, which it was. Yeah, especially with the tequila involved. Yes. I so mean. who? So we're kind of jumping around here. I'm sorry. There's yeah. just so much. Um, we. I'm trying to go in order, but there are all like 20 things happening right. at once. Uh, when they get kidnapped and they're in this like weird trailer thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell me the name of the actress that made a cameo. Oh, Sandra Bernhard. Sandra Bernhard made yeah. a cameo as somebody uh, Horowitz. Horowitz. Some Indian, right. one-eighth Indian yeah, spirit, spirit woman. What a woman yeah. who wants to keep unincorporated Juarez the, owned uh, by Aztec the spirit or Aztecs something. Yeah. or something. Uh, oh. So it's competing spirit realms. Right. She seems like a spiritual type. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's so funny because I laughed a lot at that character because I know a lot of people like that who are mm-hmm. like one twenty fifth, you know, of right. some kind of heritage, and they're like, and "Oh yes, I'm in whatever," right? And and they just live like they came from that, and I'm like, yeah. you really you have no reason to do. I'm that. I'm German, Dutch, English, and Irish, and I have zero attachment to any of them. Right. <laughs> See, I don't even know yeah. what my heritage yeah. is. My last name is Jackson, so it's not that like yeah. weird or interesting. Right. So I'm probably just like British or something, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of boring. But <laughs> I have, but I have no attachment to my heritage right. at all, really, other yeah. than the fact that I'm from the south. So right. that's exactly. pretty much as far as I go yeah but I know a lot of people like that and I think it's funny mm-hmm. um and she didn't she was trying to sound like she had an accent or mm-hmm. something and like had her beads and weird right clothing she was perfect for the part uh, and Santa oh yeah was kind of a crazy lady and like <laughs> she played that character to the T which I enjoyed I mean I don't know what her purpose was though yeah I it's mean, she's kind of thrown in there. I feel it's like she's just kind of thrown in there. Yeah, and I feel I I read I was reading some like blogs and mm-hmm. things, and some people were saying that they they don't know why they would have put her in for so brief of a moment. Mm-hmm. Like she's, you know, she's a legit a actress. legit actress, mm-hmm. and so she, they felt like she should have had right. a little bit more lengthy part or some more substantial part. Well, maybe maybe in season two, she you know if they make it there. Maybe. maybe well, they said involved. something at the end that guys, the like FBI guys or whoever they were, that uh, she was she was being caught. Mm-hmm. Like I'm glad we found her. So right. I wonder if she's like a rogue. Right. Something. It would be interesting to see them actually try to play that out and keep her character on the show in the future because I mean she's the type of actress mm-hmm. who could really give an actress like Kristen Chenoweth a run for, a her, run money for her money because they're they're very similar and very different at the same time. And I, I would like to see that play. Out. Well, she was a little controlling in the yeah. scene with Carlene. Yeah, I mean, Carlene, of course, uh, 
I'm sorry, but this was weird to me that Carlene prayed that she would be a martyr when she grows up. Yeah, and they all knew it. And they all knew it. Like, uh, that's a little strange. That's not that strange, though, I don't think. Really? I think that people go, like, especially like... Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? A fireman, a doctor, a martyr? Yeah, but if all you know as a child is religion... When I was a kid, I wanted to be I wanted to be a priest forever. I mean, hmm. it's not a martyr, obviously, um, but I wanted to be a priest until about junior high, probably. Hmm. I used to spend all of my free time. I went to a Catholic school, and I used to spend all my free time at the nun's house, helping them uh, smash cans that they would collect huh. to raise money for the for the school and for the church. Huh? That's all my free time. I was a nerd, but huh. I wanted to be a priest, and they would make me. Cookies. Did you have like a picture of a priest in your locker? No, no. <laughs> No, by the time I got to lockers, by junior high, I was over it. Okay. Yeah. Well, apparently was, she had a picture of yes, Joan of Arc in her locker. Like, just it's a weird. Bit a little intense. Yeah. Uh, and she really played it up that, like, no matter what, like, right. please. It's like, it was almost like, please kill me with that knife mm-hmm. and make me a martyr for mm-hmm. Jesus. And I'm like, I don't. I don't see that as being a martyr. I mean, maybe that's another one of the hypocritical moments of the show right. where she's being a hypocrite a yeah. little bit um, because yeah. you, don't, you're, you don't become a martyr because you want to become a martyr. Right. You become a martyr because you believe something that yes. is something you're not willing to give up. Yeah, I don't know. Not it, because you choose to put yourself in harm's way and then right. say, well, if it's God's will. Right. Well, God gave you free will also, right. so he doesn't want you to go out and just, you know, No, God wants you way. to stab me with that knife, yeah. please. Just, it was kind of a silly little sidebar. Yeah. I didn't get it. Well, anyway, once that scene was over, the <laughs> desert happened. And that's yeah. where I think the biggest the biggest chunk of this episode that I enjoyed right. was the desert scene. All mm. the ladies out in the desert. It's like the 40 days, 40, 40 nights thing. Yeah. Uh, all they have is a bottle of tequila. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought that was the most hilarious little part because they all had their own little ticks come out right uh amanda ended up drinking alcohol yes. and you know Gigi's and just like being I, a yeah drunk and i love mama. that her mom is the one who pressured her to drink oh yeah which was a little strange to me like if your daughter st- suffers through alcoholism right. but then again i don't think Gigi. she's mentioned it before she's like i don't understand can't you just have a drink with me well right. you're no fun anymore you don't right. drink so I she get doesn't that. understand the control mm-hmm. issue maybe yeah that I, that she just she just like why you can't just like have a drink you can't control yourself it, exactly and I think Amanda's just more scared right um, I think the show though is at its best though when all the women are together like oh that. absolutely like it is like the the mud bath scene a few episodes back yeah the the uh, barbecue scene uh-huh. when they're all together I really enjoy the show absolutely those are the best scenes yeah uh, and Carlene came out of her shell and yeah poor thing felt I love the the um the shot of Amanda carrying Carlene mm-hmm. and she's like how tall was she was she pretty yeah. blah 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 and Amanda's like and she's like not that tall not she's that like tall. ballpark five, five eight, eight. Mm. No. <laughs> I love that that was like the best because yeah. Amanda was kind of like relating to her in this yeah. weird like they finally have something in common right. that their their men are dishonest mm-hmm. to them about something mm-hmm. um, and maybe it'll get you know better for both of them mm-hmm. uh, but that was the little but humanizing moment that was the humanizing right. moment of, of this episode for me mm-hmm. there's always one mm-hmm. just like there's always a message there's always mm-hmm. this one little moment where you're like ah yeah. oh, they are human yeah. uh, and that was it for me especially with Carlene's character because she's yeah. so outrageous all the time to actually see her have those moments where she lets go and you see why she is the way that she is because nobody's like batshit crazy mm-hmm. for no reason there's a reason yeah. <laughs> and you get to see a little bit each episode and this is this is well, and she even came out and that. said it she's like this is why I, I love god so much because right. it's what i believe it's what i believe in and, and it gets me through the day it wakes me up in the morning and, and they're like can't you believe in something else couldn't you believe you know like, no and, that, and that's the thing about beliefs i mean you can't i used to really i used to do that with my family a lot when i was younger i would be like why do you believe so strongly why i don't get it but i believe in different things just as strongly 
You can't fault but, other people for what they believe. No, and you have you to believe something. Not. You have to believe, believe something consistently. Absolutely. Or there's no point in believing anything. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. you know, you, that's the reason you believe if something. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. That sort of mentality. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it keeps you stronger. It mm-hmm. keeps you, like she said, having a reason to do anything. Mm-hmm. You have to have something that you believe is Absolutely. real that you can't really see or feel that just right. kind of keeps you going. Yeah. Or you'll fall on the, your face in the desert, it can like be she did. Family, it could be friends. It could be yeah. your career. But there's something that has to keep you focused and i think yeah. a lot of people struggle with that but um but on the flip side of it she is she does believe in something wholeheartedly and she struggles oh, yeah. with that just as much yeah and her life is not perfect yeah. i mean we, at the beginning of the show all these ladies look like they kind of have it all together mm-hmm. and they, they're train wrecks they're all the same <laughs> yeah. they're all train wrecks yeah. just like all of us are train wrecks yeah. uh and they all have the same issues in different mm-hmm. ways yeah. and that's why this story is so uh, relatable all mm-hmm. over the all over the world because mm-hmm. if you have a family you're going to relate to something in this show yeah. if you have a husband or wife you're going to relate to something if mm-hmm. you have bitchy girlfriends you're going to relate to something yeah. um, if you have boyfriends that you yeah. don't trust you're going to yeah. relate to it I mean yeah. there's just so many levels to the show yeah. so I, I love it uh, and there's just even more to talk about I love it as well <laughs> uh, and then we, so then Cricket and Sharon have this whole discourse in the desert and mm-hmm. that's where we find out that they're feuding about that skin cream mm-hmm. Sharon had an idea to franchise mm-hmm. it and Cricket was like no. Cricket tried to one up But then she tried to, to yeah. one up her, yeah. yeah. Do you think they'll end up going <laughs> in on it together? No. No? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think that Cricket is pretty ruthless hmm. and I think that what we're going to see is that Sharon probably is too. And Sharon's, she's been on this journey this entire season. Yeah. She's really starting to find herself and to find her footing mm-hmm. and I really enjoy that and I think that she won't back down. Hmm. Just based on principle alone. I don't think it would make sense for them to work together. We saw what happened when Cricket tried to work with Amanda. Amanda yeah. went into it with honest intentions, and Cricket just undercut her at every chance she had. But will that break up Cricket and Sharon's friendship if they, I mean, if they all kind of are really at war? I mean, they're always kind of at war mm-hmm. with each other, but I feel like in business, mm-hmm. that's pretty legit war, yeah. right? Yeah, I think, <laughs> though, but I think that I think that it will create different dynamics with the women because huh. I think, you know, those early episodes, Amanda was the outcast completely right. and she's not so much anymore all the time. Somebody else always, it always changes each episode and I could see somebody like, you know, uh, Sharon and Amanda becoming closer or, mm-hmm. or Sharon and Heather becoming closer because of this and Cricket kind of going, mm-hmm. you know, doing her own thing. Cricket can kind of stand alone. Yeah, I don't think she true. really needs friends that badly. Well, when I, she has her new BFF or B, BF, mm-hmm. not BFF, BF, yeah. uh, she will not really need anything yeah, else. At all. He's 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 aggressive. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Not as cute as Blake, though. No, no way. Well, Blake's gay. Gay know, men are just so on average though. at least twelve to thirteen percent cuter than straight men. I think it's a I scientific know, study I read hate somewhere. You all. <laughs> I hate you all. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> every time I see a hot guy, I'm like whatever. He's probably uh, gay. Trust me, I say the same thing. Straight. It happens. Nah. It happens. But yours are cuter. No. You got better odds. They're really not. They're really not. No, you just, you, the, the one or two that you see on a, on a television show or in a film, they're always the hot gay guys. Which well, I think I'd pick Blake over, uh, yeah. what's his name, Mason. Yeah, but in anyway. a heartbeat. So I want to talk about Pastor Tudor mm-hmm. a little bit because I think he's going to become a huge character. Absolutely. I hope so. I, I kind of hope so. I kind of am on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. 
we found out a lot about him this episode. This is a character that we've been following that we've kind of liked and, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, he's cute. But like, what? why is he here? Yeah. And like, what's his purpose? And mm-hmm. um, obviously last week you you saw the previews of them mm-hmm. kissing, Amanda and Pastor yeah. Tudor kissing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Right. Um, but we learned that Pastor Tudor was in the army. Um, that he, cause we saw him doing his little survival tracking right. in the desert yeah. and Zach's like, Who I knew? didn't know you did that. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, and we find out why that he was in the army, um, and, and kind of was, what well, I don't, what was the story? He was, um, like out in the, whatever, he was a rescuer. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. 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 He rescued people. And he, yeah. And that's, that's. That's how he decided to go into, you know, to the, um, become a pastor. Mm-hmm. He he really enjoys helping people and rescuing people. And he mm-hmm. figured after the, after the military, what better way to do it than by going into, you know, church life, basically. So and, he rescues the ladies. Yes. But is that is rescue the reason that he and Amanda kiss? Is he rescuing her or is he into her? I I, I feel know. like there's yeah. a difference, like, right? Yeah, because I th- I think a lot of times people confuse that. Yeah, I have a, I have a history of doing that. I've always been the type that always wants to rescue people because you care about that other person. Exactly. You want to see them, and you want to make them happy yeah. so much that you don't think about yourself in the yeah. moment. And it could have been an example of that. Um, or he's been working with her now for a few weeks at the at the, uh, at the church, and maybe maybe he looks at her a little bit differently. Yeah. Well, he did make a comment because uh, he didn't try to rescue Sharon. When Sharon was struggling in her marriage, he kept pushing her away Yeah. when she was working for him. Hmm. But now Amanda's struggling with men, and he, he didn't he push her away. talk about it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, he did make a comment that uh, about Amanda. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Amanda's with them. If I hadn't begged her to go, she wouldn't be here. And he, like, has this look on his face. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't want him – I don't want her to – anything to happen to her like until I tell her how I feel or something like that. Right, right. And I, I felt that weird little something in him that was conflicting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm curious because I, I feel like he's just res- rescuing her. Right. Maybe. But then at the same time, though, it, it's tricky because sometimes if you are the rescuing type, mm-hmm. like I feel like I tend to be, sometimes that's OK. Sometimes, you know, people need a little bit of rescuing. And in the, and in the process, you find that you're also being rescued. So he, but who's going to get hurt in the process? Yeah, exactly. I think that it'd be an interesting story to play out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Amanda having the choice of this pastor mm-hmm. and then bad boy Luke. You know, yeah. like where do you go? Like Luke's been with Amanda's every girl in Dallas, triangle. and then yeah, and that's uh, that's interesting to me. I'd like to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think we will. If if season two comes up, it's mm-hmm. inevitable that we're going to oh, see this love triangle because yeah, Luke professes that he loves her. Yeah, and she doesn't really respond well. Yeah. And how does a pastor like fight for a woman? I, I like know. to see. It. I've never seen like like I said. I grew up Catholic, so like I've mm-hmm. never seen like uh, my priests. They weren't allowed to be in relationships, right. so I've never really seen like what like like uh, a holy person mm-hmm. in the church. What how they would how would you pursue someone? Well, he took a swig of vodka and yeah. kissed her at a bar. So. Yes, <laughs> isn't that crazy? I <laughs> so love that. I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird, yeah. but but humanizing i keep saying this word um it it just made me like him Mm -hmm. and it it made me want to discover more about his character and like okay what like you said what what do you do you Mm -hmm. know how how will you act in this situation Mm -hmm. and maybe that's an example of how you will view other people in you know the clergy do you call it the clergy yeah i guess ish uh sounds kind of stiff but church goers the 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 church world yeah church community yeah um because i think that 
again, there's there's churches in every community, mm-hmm. there's religion in every community. I mean, there's something where you have this head of this group that you mm-hmm. think is kind of above you right. or above everyone else and, right. and hold hold them to a higher standard, mm-hmm. but they're human too. Absolutely. Um, I mean, maybe if you're talking about the Pope, that's different. But, right. Um, but he also represents, like, he represents, like, religion is evolving so quickly in our right. country right now. And when I was a child, when I was really young, all of our all our masses were done in Latin still when I was really oh, wow. little. And I mean, the, the priest didn't even look at the congregation. A congregation, that's what they are. They're a congregation. Yeah, congregation. Um, he didn't even look at us. We didn't even know what he was saying. That's when I was really young. Hmm. And by the time, you know, I was older, that all, obviously all had changed. And now, I think Pastor Tudor represents what churches are becoming, which is great. Yeah. You know, they, they can be um, open-hearted and compassionate towards different types right. of people. Um, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's really a big secret to him that Blake's gay, and I don't think he really cares. Right. I don't think no, that if Blake care. did come out to him, I don't think he would care. But that's an interesting thing that to play. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I don't know if they're going to pick up on. Right. Um, I mean, that's huge. Yes. To, if, Blake, if Blake is discovered, and, you know, mm-hmm. obviously we find out at the end that Mason knows that mm-hmm. Blake is gay, mm-hmm. and... I mean, maybe Pastor Tudor knows, maybe the whole community right. knows, but is it going to really come to the surface and what, is it going to be something that they deal with? What denomination are they? Have they ever now? They're Baptist. I think they're Baptist. Are they? I just assumed. I mean, it's South, and but I didn't know. I think it's Baptist-ish. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably don't say. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Hillside Park Memorial Church yeah. or something? Yeah. Um, I know the Baptist church generally doesn't take too kindly to homosexuality, but. Right. They don't. But <laughs> certain, certain churches, I mean, you can't. Every church is different. Yeah. I happened to go to a Catholic school where I never heard a negative thing about homosexuals my entire life. Hmm. I had a great experience with the Catholic church I grew up in. Interesting. Other Catholics I know were just scorned for life because of it. Hmm. So you, you never know. Huh. I'm curious to know hmm. about that. Hmm. God, I hope there's a season there's a two. Lot of, there's a lot. I yeah. know. It's like every little thing. We're like, well, when we find yeah. out, we got to watch season yeah. two. And we're reading into it again. Like Marisol said, it's not that deep, you guys. It's not that deep. We're like, well, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> She's not smiling yeah. in that scene. <laughs> What's going on? Too funny. So Luke, what do you think's going to happen with Luke? I don't know. I don't know if, well, now I'm nervous because Marisol said that he's on another show on a different network next know, season. So, so maybe he's going to get kicked off and mm-hmm. it's just going to be Pastor Tudor and Amanda. Yeah. Um, but I like Amanda's chemistry with him. I really do. With Pastor Tudor or no, Luke? No, no, with Luke. Okay, yeah. With Luke. <laughs> um, I hope he comes back. Why do you for, think she turned him away? I think that I, I, I related to that actually a lot mm. um, because I feel like she's learned the lesson. Her ex-husband taught her a really hard lesson. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes something really – it takes, I think, that person that you really, really care about mm-hmm. or think you could really, really care about to really kind of scorn you mm-hmm. to teach you a lesson. And I think we've all kind of been there at different mm-hmm. points in our lives. And and later on, great guys or great women or whoever it is that you know, you're going to date later, they kind of pay the price. Mm-hmm. you know. And I've, I've been guilty of that, you know, blaming people for something that was done right. to me in the past. And I think that's kind of what Amanda's character is doing. To, yeah. to Luke, unfortunately, because it seems like Luke probably really has changed yeah. and he really genuinely likes her. That's what's so heartbreaking yeah. is I think he he didn't think he I mean, he knew he was doing something that was kind of probably not going to turn right. out so good. But that, well, it's I'm not doing anything bad, yeah. so I'll be able to make up for it. Yes. Yeah. And it was that mentality of it's OK to lie this time yes. because. Yes. It's not that bad, like and I'll make up for it. It's easier to ask for it. forgiveness than it is to ask yeah. for permission, mm-hmm. and that didn't really work. But for him. she said, "I'm scared because you did it so effortlessly," mm-hmm. and that's that's true. That's exactly I mean, he how didn't I would labor. Think. He didn't mm-hmm. labor over it at all. It was just like, you know, I got to go do this. I'll just tell her this for now, so I don't have to deal with it, and mm-hmm. then I'll make up for it. You know, maybe he didn't yeah. think he would get caught. Yeah, that's a, that's another question. Right. Would he have told her the truth? Yeah. If, if he didn't get a, caught, mm-hmm. 
or, or would they have lived forever and her not know? Again, it goes back to what I said earlier. I got this great advice years ago, and I've tried to live by it. Don't go digging if you don't want to find something. Right. Like, because you're going to find something. You're going to your find something. Your partner is always doing something that will make you uncomfortable. You don't need to know everything about your partner. And in this day and age, that's hard. It's so (laughs) easy with with cell phones and Facebook and and everything else. Absolutely. And Twitter. Like, it's so easy to follow people. It's like, oh, I clicked on his computer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, should I look a little bit? I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, guys. (laughs) Don't look up those emails. You'll lose your mind. (laughs) Well, I don't know what's going to happen with this love triangle, but we're going to go to commercial real quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, is there going to be a season two? After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Hey guys, we are back and I'm looking up a little bit of news. I was following uh, Marisol on Twitter and seeing what she was talking about. And there was a little congrats, ABC. Um, so ABC was ranked number one uh, on Sunday for like the whole network, I guess, Fantastic. all of their shows. Nice. So congrats to ABC. Woo-hoo. Plug there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so ABC is ranked number one for Sunday's shows. And it's uh, what the big question has been, is GCV going to be renewed for mm-hmm. a second season? Um, and of course, now my phone's acting up. But basically, Basically, uh, this website is saying TV by by the numbers is saying like it has, has a pretty good chance mm-hmm. of being renewed. The numbers have skyrocketed right. um, e- each week, and Finally. I think last yeah. week uh, or yesterday the finale drew in the most viewers mm-hmm. than any of the other episodes. And it was twenty like percent so, from the week before. I yeah, think. so their numbers are going in the right their direction. Numbers are going in That's the right direction. Sign. I think people want to know what's mm-hmm. happening with this show. It's yeah. just. Uh, and this is just maybe a note to the writers or somebody. It's a little fast. Right. Um, and that's my only criticism is yeah. that I just, I'm not connecting with the stories because they're kind of in and out. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's the nature of the show. Right. But there's just like tonight like or yesterday, it should have been a little longer for me. Right. They're cramming a lot into these shows, into these episodes. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, there's a way to do this type of show, I think, at that pace and still make it enjoyable. Like you right. look at shows like Grey's Anatomy, which is so successful right out the gate because it's so fast paced but they make you fall in love with all the characters. Yeah. Now, this show's obviously different. Um, it's a little campier, which which can be fun, but there's a fine line between campy and just, just crap television. Yeah. And every now and then, they cross over into that kind of crappy territory a little bit. Um, I love the show. Yeah. I just wish they would give us a little bit more character. Because my favorite moments are never like the ridiculous moments. It's right. usually those heartfelt moments where they mm-hmm. tug at the heartstrings. And yeah. Where they really pull you in and, and make you feel like this is a show that yeah. you can relate to. Yes. And the, the funny moments are great, and mm-hmm. they're you know they're 
yeah. they're not few and far between. I mean, yeah. they're they're all in there. Yeah. Uh, and and I laugh. You I mean, can't I laugh fill out an loud. hour though no. with just like potty humor. Right. Doesn't work anymore. Right. Audiences are too smart. And I think there's a lot, they've opened up a lot of stories, mm-hmm. uh, especially last right. night, uh, <laughs> that, that really need to come full circle. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still the baby making thing, yes. and there's just like a lot that's kind of just gotten tossed to the side. That and I, who is this ranch hand? I know. It's getting broken in. I know, Where is right? he? Where is he? Where is Where's he? the other hot guy? He's got to be somewhere. He's got to show up sometime, uh, right, right? Right. So there's a lot that we hope to see mm-hmm. in the next season of GCB if it is so fortunate to be renewed, and I hope that it is. Thank you guys, let us know what you think. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Canton Bliss. I'm at underscore AJ Gibson. Underscore AJ Gibson. Yes, yes. Uh, and you can tweet our friend Marisol Nichols. Follow her on Twitter. I'll Absolutely. give her a little plug because I just loved having her here so much last yeah. week. Uh, and again, let us know. Tweet us at AfterBuzz TV or something. Uh, let us know if you know what the limo driver thing is. Right. I'm hoping that she's going to tweet me back. Yeah, tweet us, tweet us. I will respond I'm, to you. Because I'm yes. a little confused. Yeah, me too. Is it <laughs> so, Ricky Martin? No, I don't know. We're start we'll, a rumor see. Now. we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Might have been Ricky Martin, yeah. but I don't know. But thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Appreciate all your support this season of GCB. Yeah. Uh, it's been great to be your host yes, for GCB, for and it's me. been great having yeah. you. Thanks for me to jump on the end of jump the season. Jump in, with no you. problem. Yeah, it's been fun. So thank you to all of our guests, all of our callers, and we will see you for season two of GCB. Cross fingers your fingers. Crossed. Take care, y'all. Thanks, guys. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz y'all, y'all later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 